Take off, take off. Rest in peace, young king. You are locked in to Derek Talk. It's raining. But, but I just had to say a few words to y'all this morning. This is part two of my tribute to Takeoff. Because, because I still haven't quite, I haven't quite grasped what we just experienced. I think everybody has a series of mixed emotions about the whole Takeoff thing. And you know what we do? We, we praise and uplift the dead for about a day or two. Then after that, we on to the next trending topic or hot topic. So, you know, my people, African-American people, we have selective memory, you know, take off, you know, die tragically. Uh, was it Sunday? And, and we're already on to uh, Dwayne Wade and, and, and Lil Zaya. And, you know, should Odell Beckham Jr. go to the Bills? You know, we on to something else. That's us. But I just want to say this, man. I said it this morning because I believe it. And you know me, man. I'm not Howard Stern. I, I'm not out here saying things for shock value. I say things because this is how I truly feel. You dig what I'm saying? Like, this is really how I feel. I feel like, you know, and off the, you know, takeoff just died. And like I said, I, I was listening to Ricky Smiley. Everything that man said was so true. When you become a doctor or, or a nurse or a business owner, you can't go back to the hood. He said the first thing that he wanted to do when he became successful was run back to the hood. And I think that's a black thing. I think we always feel a sense of, I need to go back to the hood because they're my peoples. They're the ones that, that you know, are responsible for my success, man. They're my people. I got to show them love. The problem is, ladies and gentlemen, those same people that rooted for you when you, when you accomplish something and you become, you know, a have instead of a have not. Now you are a target. Now they're looking at you with a side eye, like who he think he is, talking all proper, acting white. You know how we do. You know what I'm saying? My, you know, and I say this all the time, man. People be like, no, you hard on our race. No, I'm not. I'm realistic. I'm a black man. And when I see some of the things that I'm seeing go on in, in our communities, because it's a collective. I don't care if you live in the suburbs, Simi Valley. I don't care if you live, you know, Nashville. I don't care if you live in, you know, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I don't care if you live in Denver, Colorado. When you're African-American, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because, again, we cut from the same cloth. Yes, I'm here in a metropolitan city. I'm here in Seattle, Washington. But guess what? I understand that when that cop pulled me over some months back, it's because I was rocking a New York Yankees hat. It's because I had tenant windows. I'm still a black man. I don't care. You, you cannot remove yourself from that stigma, no matter how hard you try. Ask Montel Williams. Ask Michael Jordan. Ask any black man who has achieved any level of success. I bet you when he get pulled over by the cops, none of that matters. Hold on, let me... When he, get, when he gets pulled over by the cops, all of that goes out the window. All they see is a black face. And, and like I said, with takeoff just dying, it puts me in the mind frame to really be like, I just really got to watch how I move out here. I can't even move the same way as I used to move. I can't because I'm a man who wants to live. So if I'm a man who wants to live, I have to move strategically. I can't, I can't just be any and everywhere you know, doing the stuff I used to do, doing the stuff the old Derek used to do because that, that Derek will be dead because these young men nowadays are playing for keeps. They just are. 
They're willing to take your life over some nonsense. And I just don't understand it. But I'm not going to necessarily elaborate on it. Because oftentimes I compare us to crabs in a barrel. We really are like crabs in a barrel. Have you ever watched crabs in a barrel? Next time you're in the grocery store and you're trying to get you some seafood, some shrimp, some prawns, whatever. Look at those crabs. Soon as one of them kind of, you know, act like acts like he wants to get up out the barrel or get up out that space that they're in. Guess what the other crabs do? They pull him right back down. Get on back down here. We ain't going to watch you rise. You with us. We're going to all be miserable together. And that's what I compared the mentality unfortunately of a lot of our african-american men because somebody said something so profound this morning he said it's not necessarily the women the women lift each other up girl you're beautiful you glowing girl you looking good losing weight you drinking water skin look good but men all we do is tear each other down because believe it or not like my brother said it's like a competition it's always a competition with african-american men or oh, you got a nicer car, or he this, he that. It's always like a competition. I can honestly say this, and I, I, I mean this from my heart. God hears me, and I mean this. I love to see my black people make it. I love to see a young black man get it out the mud, as Jeezy would say. Get on the board of directors. He becomes the CEO of the company. He's the regional director. Now he can put other black men in place. He can hire them. He can he can kind of look at that resume and say, OK, so, you know, you did some time in your 20s. You was institutionalized. You was in the penal system because you made some mistakes. But guess what? Now you're in a different place and I'm in a position to put you, you know, in, in that six figure job or that 40,000 a year job or 50,000 a year job. It's a start. So when I see a black man kill another black man, it angers me. It angers me because at the end of the day, like like Ricky Smiley said, takeoff was well mannered. He was kind. He was friendly. And I watched the images of them guys, you know, doing some crazy stuff. You know, that's the Migos. They're rappers. They're young guys. Guy was 28. But at the end of the day, I still believe he was a good dude. And there's something to be said for a good dude, a dude with a good heart. A dude who, if you break down on, on the side of the road, he'll probably stop and be like, yo, you need to, I need to take you to get some gas. You understand? He, he seems like that type of dude. That you could see him in the airport or something, he'll stop and give you an autograph. We killing all the good black men, man. And that's what gets me. You know what I'm saying? So I have to speak out when I see the, some of the insanity that is going on in the African-American community. And like my brother said this morning, We'll talk about it for a day or two. Then we on to the next trending topic. Talking about Odell Beckham Jr. needs to go to the Bills because they're going to the Super Bowl. Talking about Dwayne Wade is the father of the year because, you know, he is standing by his, his uh, little Zaya unconditionally. He loves his child. I get it. Those topics are important. And they are trending on Twitter. But what about the young black man who lost his life Sunday over a dice game? That was laying there in a bloodbath after he tried to de-escalate the situation, tried to bounce. Yo, I'm out, man. I'm good. Yo, I ain't following you up because I know where this is going to lead. Anybody with some sense, they know when there's an altercation between black men, <laughs> it's time to get a little bit nervous because somebody might pull out a gun and start busting. I've been in places before where, 
you know, the DMV or, or, or a club or a grocery store where you get, you know, two African-American men that going back and forth. And then somebody pull out a gun and start shooting. Guess what everybody do? They break camp. They get the so-and-so up out of there. Because, see, that's how, unfortunately, now we have to be afraid of our own people. It's sad. It's unfortunate. Because me, personally, I'm the type of guy, if I saw a young black man one time in the grocery store, young young kid, you know, I say he was might have been maybe 18, 19. And he didn't have the money to pay for whatever he was paying for. So I say, yo, I got it. I got it. And I'm not saying that for no props. I'm saying that because that's how we have to be. I am my brother's keeper. You see a young black man that's falling off or getting in trouble or doing all the wrong things or making all the wrong decisions. You're supposed to pull that kid to the side and say, and say look, man, that's not what life is about. I'm what you guys call an old head now. I know the road that you're going down is leading to destruction. So I'm trying to grab you before you go too far off the deep end, young brother. I'm going to pull you up and say, you know what? These are not the decisions that you have to make as a young black man, young black man. I know that's your environment. I know you come from an impoverished situation. I know your daddy skated on you. I know your mama working two jobs, trying to hold down the crib and put food on the table. And you might not like them new pair of Nikes she got because they're not the new J's. They're the old ones. But at the end of the day, young black man, if you stay out the streets and you keep your head on straight and you pray and put God first in your life, wonderful things are going to happen to you. We need black men to give these kids encouragement again. We need to jump back into the communities. As I said on the previous podcast, we need to jump back into the communities and, and get these kids when they're young. Somebody needs to do that. I'm not saying you're not busy. I'm not saying you're not working. I'm not saying you're not doing these things. But at some point, somebody has to talk to these children. Like my mother used to say, come and talk to these kids. Because they're not bad. They're just misguided. And the rappers are raising these children now. Migos. Lil Baby. Duh Baby. Lil Yachty. Lil Z Vert. They're raising the kids now. And I don't want a rapper raising my children. I don't want a rapper telling my son it's okay to pop a molly or a perk. I don't want him telling my son that. I don't want my son popping popping a molly or a perk. I want my son to be looking at colleges. Well, you want to go to you want to go to Georgia State or Morehouse? Want to go to I mean, where you want to go to school at? What what do you want to major in? I don't want him talking about you know what you know the newest drug is. I mean, come on, man. So, you know, on my tribute part two to take off, you know, I'm using his death as an opportunity to reach out to my people and say, we have work to do, but we just can't keep saying that we actually have to be proactive and go do something. We can't just keep putting out the cool hashtag gone too soon, rest in power because it sounds good and we trying to get likes. But after the lights go off and you at the crib, what are you doing? Our young black men are dying, man, out here. And I'm going to say this because I, I really stand by this. In my day, who did we have? Did we have Reverend Jesse Jackson? Who did we have? Louis Farrakhan? Do we have any black leaders now? Let's keep it all the way 100. Where are the black leaders at? When things go to disarray in a community... 
Where are the black men that we turn to now? Where? I don't want to turn to Lil Baby. I don't want to turn to Kodak Black. Where are the black leaders in the community, the, the, the people that, you know, will stand up? I think, is it Al Sharpton? Who, who, where are the leaders in the black community now? Do we have any? And I think that's a lot of the problem. These young black men are seeing no one that looks like them. Like I told you in the previous podcast, Don Lemon with CNN, the, the news analyst, or Anderson Cooper does not look like those guys. So when those guys talk, they tune those guys out. And when you tune out Don Lemon, guess who you're going to go turn on? A rap song. No daddy in the household. No man to tell you to stay out them streets. Ain't nothing good and positive in them streets. So guess what you're going to do? You're going to start, you know, listening to the rappers trying to raise yourself. You're nothing but a child. You know nothing about life. You have no guidance. But you're going to try to raise yourself. And we have too many young African-American men raising themselves. The streets are raising them. Rest in peace to Takeoff. And anybody like Takeoff. Because Takeoff is a celebrity. And we know that that garners a certain amount of attention or notoriety. But I'm not necessarily talking about takeoff. I'm talking about the kid in Chicago who is headed down the wrong direction. I'm talking about the kid in Detroit, the kid in the ATL, who's a stick-up kid or who out there selling drugs, who living that fast life because that's all he knows. The crazy thing is, sometimes these kids be smart as a whip, but they just want that fast money. But I'm telling young black men today here on Derek Talk, you know what comes you know what comes with fast money? You know what comes with fast money? A quick death. Laying in the casket. Somebody going to take you up out of here. Because see the thing about the streets, there're no rules on the streets. There's no governing body on the streets. If somebody want to walk up to you and do something to you, they're going to do it. Ask Nipsey Hussle. Ask Chinks Dollars. Ask King Von. Ask Jam Master J. Ask Biggie or Pac. The streets have no rules. It's not governed by anybody. We have no leaders no more. We don't even have a lot of dads in the households anymore. So these kids are raising themselves and they're just trying to figure it out as they go. Because mama ain't home. She working all them jobs to put food on the table. She's not in the crib no more. Rest in peace. Take off. I ain't putting no fancy hashtag. I'm saying truly and heartfelt rest in peace, young black man. And those that are like you. Because your death should, if nothing else, they said there's a there's a silver lining in every dark cloud. This should be the silver lining in this cloud. We need to wake up before we lose someone else like takeoff. But it's just I'm just blowing hot air. Somebody think he need to close his mouth. You have been locked in to Derek Talk. It's part two of my tribute to take off. I hope you have a fantastic day. It's still an emotional day for me. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the premature death of this man. So y'all bear with me. Have a good day. Be blessed.